Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. What is going on, Buffalo Fanatics? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Rated Rev. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Mafia. I hope you guys are fired up because I am fired all the way up. I'm talking about all the way up. This is a massive game, massive game between the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles. If you guys are excited. If you guys are as excited about this game as I am, smash that like like you never smashed the like before. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Grace and peace to everybody joining me live right now. I pray that you guys uh, enjoyed your your Thanksgiving with your family, with your friends. I had I had a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. We went out of town with the family. Enjoyed it a hundred percent. Um, just now, still, I mean, we're still going through some leftovers, um, as you can expect. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, we had a good time, I had a good time, and I've been eagerly anticipating Sunday's matchup between the Bills and the Eagles. But you guys tell me one thing, I'll do one thing for me. This is the roll call. And so I want you guys right now, wherever you're watching me from, drop that right now in the chat. Wherever y'all are watching from. I've got Chris 716, South Buffalo. What's going on, baby? What's going on? Cody comes in. Yo, how do you really, really, really feel about tomorrow, brother? I don't have any family, so the Bills are really my family. Well, Cody, sorry to hear that, man, about, about, about your family, but hey. We're Bill's Mafia, baby. We're all family. Um, we're going to talk about, about how I feel about this game all night long. So you just you just hang tight. And uh, you're going to find out real soon. But I tell you what, um, it's a massive game. Massive game. Hey, y'all, how you feeling about that music in the background, man? Y'all like that? Y'all had to go ahead and get that Rocky theme music going on. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of get us, get everybody in the mood for this heavyweight showdown in Philly. Yo, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. Huge game. I've got, uh, yo, uh, Team May's God, Rochester, New York. Cody coming in from Buffalo. I've got William Collin coming in from Northwest Colorado. What's good, baby? Yeah, I've got somebody. I got, yo. Tom Hood watching from Barbados. What is happening, man? All the way from Barbados. What's good? Shout out to you. And shout out to everybody. What's up, J. Cole? J. Cole in the building. What's good, Rev? What's happening? Day Day says, yo, I love the music. I love the music. 
I've got uh yo Scott Blakely. What's happening, man? What's going on? Yo, J. Cole says, yo, hey, hey, Rev, the Eagles fans are talking nonsense. Nonsense. You might, you know what? Hey, let's just go. Let's 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 jump right into it. Why waste any time? Eagles fans have been flapping their mouth. And uh, I mean, to a degree, you can't really blame them. I mean, they've got they've got a they've got a powerhouse they're they're rooting for. You know what I'm saying? And the Eagles, nine and one, hey, they have deserved, they've earned it. They have earned the right to talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really get mad at it because if it if it if it were us, if it were the Bills, we'd be, you know, we'd be flapping our gums too. You know what I'm saying? But uh Eagles fans, you know, that's just what they do, baby. City of brotherly love. Is it really though? But you know, I mean, it's to, it's to be expected. But one thing that's kind of been hitting the the, the news cycle has been head coach Nick Sirianni and what he's been talking about and, and kind of what you know his comments, you know, after after the the Chiefs Super Bowl game. He's been talking trash. I mean, you know, he, he's a he's a brash head coach, right? Um, I don't think there's any in between when it comes to Nick Sirianni. It's a love or hate relationship. You, you either love him, which is probably the majority of Philly fans, right? Eagles fans, they love him. You either love him or you hate him, and and it's like an Eagles, you know, versus everybody kind of mentality. You know, like the folks can't stand who can, who the people who can't stand you know Sirianni and his antics are those who are outside of Philly. You know what I'm saying? Those who are not Eagles fans. But he comes off, man, as as just a brash head coach, man. He he likes to talk trash, and he's just different. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. It's I mean, different strokes for different folks. You know, I mean, I don't necessarily would want my head coach doing some of the things and saying some of the things that he says. But whatever, whatever. If we want to shut him up. We got to go into Philly into his house, into their house, and beat the brakes off him. That's that. That's what we got to do. If we want to prevent them from talking trash and, and, and that head coach talking trash, the Bills got to handle business. They that, that that I mean, that's just it. I mean, there, there, there's no sugarcoating it. The Bills have to go into Philly and handle business. And we all knew, we all knew that at the start of the season, <laughs> at the start of the season, like this game was going to be a huge game. We saw it on the schedule and we circled it in. And I and I would probably venture to say that many Bills fans thought that this this game is going to be a loss. Headed up against the bye, this is a freight train of a team in Philly. The Bills, it would be a miracle if they won this game, right? Um, and I don't know if that's really changed much, especially when you look at just how the Bills have been playing this season. And when you look at the losses and how the Bills have lost, even though, you know, on paper, you're like, yo, the Bills are a Super Bowl contending team, but they haven't really played up to that, that standard. You know what I'm saying? And so when you look at this matchup, it's like, man, look, I <laughs> good luck, Buffalo. Good luck, right? But bump all that. Bump all that. You know what I'm saying? And the Bills are nothing to be, played with as well 
and and my my mentality going into this game is like, yo, first of all, I wanted Philly to win against the Chiefs. I wanted them to win because what I didn't want was the, the Eagles uh, coming home off of a loss. You don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm glad that they won, and I'm hoping that they're kind of cocky. That's what I hope. I hope the Eagles are cocky and they're overlooking us. They're nine and one, sitting kind of high and pretty and mighty, you know what I'm saying? And they feel like they're on top of the world, can't be defeated, all that. Oh, look at the Buffalo Bills, you know, coming in. Josh Allen versus Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, who's better? And we're going to talk about that too. And, and, and it's almost like a trap game for them. That's what I want. I want them to overlook the Bills, sleep on us, think we ain't nobody, and get rocked. That's what I want. And so we're going to find out. We are going to find out. Um, I'm looking through the chat right now because I saw a question that I wanted to pull up. Uh, where did it go? I'll find it. I'll find it here later. I'll find it later. But, um, oh, here it is. J. Cole says, yeah, one more thing. Hey, do you think the Bills can run through the table? Oh, do you think the Bills can run the table? I think that's what he's talking about. I think that's what you're asking. Do I think the Bills can run the table? Yo, anything is possible. Anything is possible, but, yo, the Bills cannot, right now, they can't, they can't overlook the, the, the Eagles, right? They're, I mean, they're, all of their focus and their tension has to be 100% on these Eagles because they ain't nothing to play with, okay? They, they, I mean, they really aren't. I mean, this, this is a team, and this is, this is going to be a, a, a fantastic matchup. Fantastic matchup. But before we dive into that matchup, I want to kind of go back just a little bit I know it's I know it's late, but I do want to go back a little bit to last week's game, the Buffalo Bills against the against the Jets and that victory and how much that victory meant for the Bills. I think we all can agree that the Bills needed to win that game last week against the Jets. That was probably <laughs> I mean, if there was a must-win game, that was it. Because had they have lost that game, I don't think that the Bills would be sitting in a good position when it comes to the playoffs. I think many people probably would have would, would have just completely wrote them off, myself included. I was like, all right, it's time. We may need to blow it all up. The Bills ain't making the playoffs. They lost to the Jets. It's a wrap, okay? But they went ahead and they showed life against this team, against the Jets. And I know people are going to talk about, man, it's the Jets and – Zach Wilson and uh, Zach Wilson's bench now, and you've got Tim Boyle and all that kind of stuff, and they're, they're just trash. And I get it. The Jets' offense is atrocious. I get that 100%. But prior to the game, the Jets' defense was still elite. And that defense up until that game was only giving up 19 points a game. And the Bills put up 32 on them. So that's nothing to you, – you can't just, you know, overlook that. And the Bills came out there, and they did what they had to do offensively against that defense. The Josh Allen ain't playing against Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. He's playing against that defense, and against that defense, they only gave up an average of 19 points. He did his thing, putting up 32. Shout out to Josh. And I think that's what the Bills needed. They needed that type of momentum 
going forward into this stretch, obviously with this game against the Eagles going into the bye week, they needed that type of momentum, that kind of a game, that kind of a get-right game. And I know y'all saw the clip of Josh Allen on the sideline. Vintage, uh, um, well, I forgot the name of the movie, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, where, where Josh is like, yeah, hey, uh, you know, I'm thinking I'm back. I think I'm back. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I loved it. And, and, and Josh showed sparks of, of, of the Josh Allen that we are used to. And that we've grown accustomed to seeing to where it didn't matter the level of competition on the defense that Josh is going up against. It didn't matter. You know, he's going he's gonna to do his thing and show out. And that's what he did, and I loved it. And I wonder how much credit goes to Joe Brady because I want to give some Rev's roses to, to, to you know, um, about that game. And, and my first one has to go to Joe Brady. Joe Brady getting thrust into the offensive coordinator position after the Bills, um, you know, fired Ken Dorsey. A lot of pressure was not just on Sean McDermott, but a lot of it was on on Joe Brady. He had to come in here on the week's time and get this offense right to go out there against that type of a defense in the Jets and perform. Show everybody that, hey, uh, the Bills offense and Josh Allen is not broken. They just needed to to retool. They They needed to get back on track and that he was able to do that. And shout out to to Joe Brady because he was able to do it. He was able to do it. He went out there and he called a heck of a game, a heck of a game um, against the Jets. And and you know it was some some nuances to that game that I really liked a lot that we didn't see with Ken Dorsey, namely was the the usage from the running backs in the passing game. I absolutely loved. Um, what he was able to do by getting James Cook involved, right? James Cook. Let me pull. Let me let me let me pull that up, man. James Cook in that game showed me some 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 glimpses of like, oh, all right, here's Cook. Here's here here's why we drafted him, but more importantly, here's what we can probably expect out of James Cook by virtue of Joe Brady in the future. In that game against the Jets, uh, he was 17 for 73. If we back it up, let's look at week one. Let's look at at a comparison. James Cook week one against the Jets, 12 rushing attempts, 46 rushing yards. Okay, an average of 3.8 per attempt. Um, He had no touchdowns. Uh, receiving, he had six targets, four receptions, 17 yards receiving. All right, that's week one. Last week, under Joe Brady, 17 rushing attempts, 73 rushing yards, um, averaging 4.3 per carry, four receiving targets, three receptions, 29 yards, and one receiving touchdown. So, we're seeing more usage out of James Cook and in the backfield, you know, um, using his 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 receiving skill. Now, granted, yes, that was one game, 
but it was how he was used. Y'all, y'all saw that touchdown. How I mean, it was it it was almost like 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 Joe Brady, you know, stole a page out of from out of Kyle Shanahan because they ran they ran like that exact same play uh, with Christian McCaffrey. I think it was last week um, at the goal line. Fantastic play, but it was it was it was by design and by intent, and that's that's kind of what I was able to see from Joe Brady last week is that a lot of what he did especially with a lot of the motion in the backfield and, and all of that, man, it wasn't just to do it just, just, just for the heck of it. He, he did it like in, in his words, you know, he did it by intent, right? Everything was with, was with intention and was by design. And I loved what he was able to do. And so I, I'm looking forward to seeing him do more of that here. I'm um, starting with this game against the Eagles. And so when I look at what James Cook did, man, look, look, I've, I've got to give, a rose to to Joe Brady, but I also got to give a one to James Cook because uh, you know I mean he didn't have the game that he had last week. I mean I mean against the Broncos on the ground, but I do like what I'm seeing out of him, and I think that he's on an upward trajectory. And uh, that touchdown man was was butter. It was it was smooth. He was running smoothly. I mean he looked like he was really just getting his mojo. You know what I'm saying? He was really getting it and he was feeling it. So shout out to to James Cook. Um, another Rev Rose has to go to Josh Allen, right? It has to go to Josh Allen. Um, what he did in that game was just—I mean, it was—it was—it was vintage Josh Allen. That's what we wanted to see. That's what we wanted to see. And you know, this this team only goes as far as Josh Allen can lead them, right? If Josh Allen is going to have a bad game, then the Bills is the Bills aren't going anywhere. And so we need Josh to really do his thing. And Josh had a very good game. I mean, it wasn't like he wasn't like lighting it up in terms of passing yards. I mean, he went 20 for 32, 62.5% completion percentage, 275 yards passing, three passing touchdowns, one interception. All right? One interception. Um and then rushing, he was 5 for 15 on the ground. Okay. Very admirable, but it's a very clean game by Josh. I love the attempts by Josh. 32. I like that. In that in that low 30 range is where I think is his sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? If he if he has to pass the ball all game long and he starts to get up in that 40 range, and he may have to and, and, and maybe even more than that, it's not a good thing. It's not a good sign for the Bills offense. It's not balanced enough. He's having to do too much and, and be Superman. Okay. But if we're able to, 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 to balance that 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 out with, with Josh in the 30s and the passing attempts, and then with a good mix of the run game with James Cook doing his thing, that's what we want. That's what we want. So those are my red roses from last week. Joe Brady, James Cook, uh, Josh Allen. But that's just the offense. Y'all thought I was going to forget about the defense. I got to give one out, and it goes to Rasul Douglas. That brother right there it came out of nowhere and really showed us exactly why Brandon Bean went out and signed him, right? They were talking about Rasul. They were like, hey, man, this dude is a ball hawk. And uh, did he did he not prove it or, not, or what? Did he not prove it? I mean, he came out there, what was it, two picks, three turnovers? I mean, that's what you want. That's what 
that, that's exactly what you want. One force fumble. It's when you look at, at the Bills secondary and, and their issues and really just the how thin they are, being able to get a guy like Rasul Douglas at the trade deadline is it's not it's 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 difficult to come by. And I'm I'm still tripping at the fact that the Packers were willing to let him go. So that is another check mark, you know, uh, for Brandon Bean and his report card and what he's able to do with this team and, and finding these guys and being able to get them in the, at the trade deadline or in free agency or whatever the case may be. He got him a guy. And when you're able to marry him with Christian Benford, uh, I feel good at the Bills with the Bills at the cornerback position. So shout out to those guys. Um, and I really could could really just 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 keep on going with the roses, man. The defense. I mean, Leonard Floyd again. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, when you look at what the Bills are able to do or have been able to do defensively under the circumstances with these injuries, it's it's a tip of the cap to Sean McDermott and what he what he's doing. Tip of the cap to the guys who are performing and executing at a high level. Yo, fantastic job. Fantastic job all around. So those are my Reds Roses from last week's game. Um, but as we as we pivot and we begin to focus um, this week on uh, the Eagles, I've got a brother. I got a brother who's joining me, and all I need to know, and all I need to see, is a thumbs up when he's ready. A thumbs up if he's ready. I think my brother's ready. Is he ready? Thumbs up, man. You ready? There we go. There we go. So without further ado, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you already know who it is. You've seen him before. He is no stranger to rated to rated rev. Uh, he made it to come on in here and and uh, you know, holla at Pierre the Kingpin and, and, and Rico and just make 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 a full time appearance on the Fanatics. You know what I'm saying? But it is. None other than my brother, Silas Whittle. What's good, Silas? Host of Coast to Coast Podcast. My man, what is going on, baby? Feeling tonight? Hey, man. I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I get a little nervous before big games. Like, I know I'm not playing, but... Uh, this is the game where uh, you determine where how how the, the Buffalo Bills are viewed. This this is this is that game, man. They this is the game where if we lose, um, basically write us off. Right? Like, yeah, the Buffalo Bills they can't beat the good teams. Um, that's it. You know, maybe the injuries are too much. Let's see that. Let's see what happens next year. And depending on how we lose, it might be, yo, it's time for Sean McDermott to, you know, it's time for us to look for a different uh, head coach because Sean McDermott's not the guy. Uh, but if we mm. win this game, you know, you can put us right there in that championship conversation. Um, the division is right there. Uh, Miami mm. starts to shake because we're sitting with seven wins and they're at eight. And they know that we got that one game at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. In Miami yep. that could come down to the division. And they know they can't beat yep. us. They 
Miami knows they can't beat us, so they 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 want us to lose this game. Uh, we win this game. Oh, you the know, conversation it. about us is very very different than the national media. Yeah. So now you said something though, Silas. I want I want to I want to circle back. You said, yo, if 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 the Bills lose this game, we may need to start questioning about Sean McDermott and and his future with the Bills. So are you saying that if if his I mean are we are we there if if the Bills lose this game tomorrow, are you saying that the Bills need to start to look for a new head coach in the offseason? I, it depends on the way we lose. Um, uh-huh. I think if we, I think if it's a tight game coming down to the end of the game, and, and somehow you know there's a coaching error or the Bills just aren't able to execute at the end of the game, uh, I, I think that it's it's gonna hang at the feet of Sean McDermott mm-hmm. more than anybody else. So um, we can't afford to lose another game like that. I feel like we've lost a couple games this year just off of coaching so uh sean mcdermott can't afford to lose another game like that plus it's philly like he's from the area right you want to you want to win against the hometown team so um yeah man this is this is uh this is and then you know what this game uh uh the game against the chiefs legacy games this is where josh allen cements himself as the yep. uh, front runner for mvp because the numbers are there like we can't like you can the only number the only numbers that aren't there are is the win-loss record and wins are not mm-hmm. a quarterback stat wins are not a quarterback stat wins are not a quarterback stat uh say it again i don't so think heard you. the win-loss record is the only thing that's holding him back from being a front runner mvp he's like top yep. five in yards he's number one in total touchdowns Mm-hmm. Top five in completion percentage, like top five QBR, like he's top five in just about everything. He's even top five in right. interceptions. So listen, he whatever it is that you want your quarterback to do, good and bad, like the man is doing it. So this right. is a, these are these are some this is a legacy period right now. He can get his first MVP yeah. by putting it together. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that, man. Like like these these are the matchups that that Josh really needs and, and and you know what i mean you kind of figured that i mean you, you thought that hey man josh has already been here before i mean you thought we, he had these these games against you know the chiefs and and whatnot and we saw you know a couple of years ago against the chiefs in, in, in the playoffs and you know the whole 13 seconds thing and what, what he was able to do but i think what, what hurts josh is is when he has these 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 bad games against bad teams like teams that he should that that they should just roll over, and he has these multiple interception games, you know, playing down seemingly to his opponents, and and they lose, you know, because Josh is playing bad, you know. So it's like even though he has a talent, it's like he he's doing it to himself, and and it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs because when you you look at Josh and you already know, like like you know the numbers are there, like you had mentioned, um, you've seen what he's able to do. I mean, when he's on his game, like there's really maybe a maybe maybe a couple of other quarterbacks who are even close to what he's able to do and here we are having that conversation or trying to you know have the conversation again like man like is like is Josh you know a top dog quarterback in the NFL you know and and it's it's kind of bad that we really have to have that conversation again because I think we know that he is it's just that when you look at what the team has done collectively 
I think it puts him in a bad position to where he's almost having to reassert himself again. And then, uh, you know, there's there's a, there's a yeah, big no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So and, and like there's there's a big conversation, man, and uh, between these two quarterbacks, you know that that are going at it tomorrow, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flat out ask you straight up, man. Is Jalen Hurts better than Josh Allen? Because because we know, man. Look, there, there's so many people yeah. out here talking about this and and, and talking. Yo, know, Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen. You know, look at his numbers and look at what he's able to do. And, look, and you know, look what he's able to do in 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 uh you know a short amount of time and blah 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 blah. Salas, is Jalen Hurts better than Josh Allen? No, no, it, it's not. It, and it's not close. They're not. They're not comparable <laughs> players. Uh, the only thing that you can compare them on is that Jalen Hurts is a mo is a two way quarterback, kind of like Josh is, where he's a running threat and a passing threat. I, it, I I'm I'm sorry. It's just not close. Let's just. I I, I hate to do this, man, <laughs> but I have to. Um. So it, I was, it, I, I, I had a space. <laughs> You know, but 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 Brad, listen. Okay, so I I like Jalen Hurts, right? My mother has yeah. property in Alabama. She got a couple houses down there. Um, you know, I I I I like the University of Alabama's football team. If I was to have a college team, it would be the University of Alabama. I like Hurts. I like Tua. Mm-hmm. I'm even fond of Mac Jones. I like a lot of the players that come out of Alabama. They're, they're usually very, very, very good players. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's not on the same level as Josh Allen. I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack and a lot of pushback from this. I don't care. You're not watching the games if you think so. I watched Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith as the number one the best offensive line in the league. He had Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard, and he couldn't get out of his own way. That offense looked like garbage. Insert the RPO system. Insert A.J. Brown, and we're yeah. on our way to a Super Bowl with the best pass rush in the league. They set a historic number for sacks. They had a light schedule. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. You can say whatever you want. Uh, we play with it. who's in front of us. Sure you do. And who was in front of you that year were a lot of teams that were bad. And you blew right. and you took care of business on all of those guys. What I will say, though, the one area that Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen is uh, the decision making. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Jalen Hurts. Never, I don't think he ever really hurts his team. I don't think he ever really puts them in a position to lose. There was the one, the, you know, the one issue with the, the fumble in the Super Bowl. But a- outside of that, I mean, they had a lot of chances to win that game. They couldn't get a stop. I mean, they kept getting beat on defense with the same route. So mm-hmm. that's that's just what it is. But I'm sorry, guys. Jalen Hurts is not better. He's not on Josh Allen's level. He's not a top five quarterback. Uh, he might, he's like flirting with the top seven. If I had to choose, I would take CJ Stroud over him because I think CJ Stroud has a better command of, of the offense. Mm-hmm. I think CJ Stroud 
has a has a a better uh like I think CJ Stroud processes the field and route combinations and what the defense is doing a little bit better than him. And listen, you a lot of people are not going to agree with me and they're going to think that I'm crazy and that's fine. You don't ever have to listen to me again, but on this one right here, when it comes to Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, I just don't think that he's close to the talent level as Josh Allen. You can turn on the film and watch. Jalen Hurts yeah. struggles to get the ball downfield. He struggles to throw the ball over the middle of the field. When Jalen Hurts is flushed out of the pocket, you can pretty much eliminate part of the field because he's not looking. So he's easier to defend when it comes to that. I mean, it just is what it is. Now, he does yeah. make better decisions with the football than Josh does, but I think he does that because he knows he's a limited player. He's limited. And yeah, it's limited. Just, it just is what it is, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I know it makes a lot of people mad. It's all good, though. That's, that's, that's why I wanted you on here. Now, let's take a look at the, the the quarterback comparison just this year. So we see it right here this year. Um, 11 games for Josh, 10 games for Jalen. The quarter, I mean, the completion percentage is, is, is pretty close, but Josh got him in that 69% to 68%. Passing attempts, Josh 382 to 327. Look at the passing yards, 20, 2,875 yards from Josh, 2,497 by Jalen. 22 passing touchdowns to 15 passing touchdowns. Just look at that right there. Um, of course, people are going to pick up the interceptions in 12 to 9 in favor of, I mean, of, of Jalen with, with the less interceptions. Uh, Josh Allen's been sacked less. Uh, rushing yardage goes to Jalen Hurts. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is, only has two more rushing touchdowns than Josh, nine to seven. Um, you know what? I, I, I seen I seen somebody uh, make a post on on uh, on Twitter, and they were really there. I mean, these these guys are really, really, really trying to trying to work up Jalen. And 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 this is no diss to Jalen at, at all, right? No diss. But you you're talking about trying to compare him to Josh Allen and what he's done. And they, they said to the effect of Jalen Hurts um, has done more earlier than Josh has. In two years, you look at Jalen Hurts has done, yada, 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 versus Josh Allen. And I'm like, okay, this, this, this is where the argument gets sideways. And it really, it, it's, it's, there is really, there's really no argument. You look at Jalen Hurts and all you have to do is compare the rosters. Let's just compare the rosters. So you want to compare Jalen Hurts' roster, offensive roster, you know, his first two years, year one, his rookie year, and then and then year two. Compare that to who Josh Allen was throwing with. Compare that to his to his his roster. On offense, Josh, it doesn't it doesn't. If y'all want to look it up, look it up. We can talk about it. I mean, he Josh was throwing to Andre Roberts, Zay Jones, Calvin uh, Benjamin. Kevin Benjamin, okay, Andre Holmes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like those were his receiving targets. Listen, okay. out of the guys that Josh Allen played with in his rookie year, I think there are only two still in the NBA, uh, in the NFL. In the NFL. I think there's only two. Deion Dawkins, and, and, and one of them is his teammate, Deion Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah, everybody else is out the league. Those guys are not. Those guys were not good. So you and and, and then you look and then you look at the, and then you look at the jump, right? So when Josh finally had some weapons, what did he do? When he finally had, you can even look at just when he when he got John Brown and John Brown and and Cole Beasley. 
Right. Right. What happened? You 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 saw the you saw the jump, and what he was able to do because he actually had some receivers who could actually do their job. You know what I'm saying? They, they were they weren't bums. Mm. And then you throw in a guy the following year. You throw in a guy like like Stephon Diggs, and he has an incredible leap. Okay. Right. And so you can't compare the two when you look at oh we'll look at what Jalen Hurts did earlier. We'll look at who Jalen Hurts had. who did he have? He like you said, you got Devonte Smith, and then you throw in AJ Brown. The following year, I mean, my gosh, give Josh those two receivers in his in his first two years or, or second year of, of his of his career, and, right. and see what he does with those guys. Of I course. mean, you, you can't. And then and then and then you got this guy here, and he's behind one of, if not the best, offensive lines in the NFL. It's a, yeah, yeah. It, it's the best. It's it's been consistently the best offensive line in football. The those guys never like this is the first year they've really seen a. a this is the first year they've really seen like injury really hurt that team. Yep. Um with Lane Johnson has been, I mean, Lane Johnson had some some issues uh towards the end of last year, and they've kind of spilled over to you know some injuries this year. But I, I mean, the guy, listen, he had a 1400 yard rusher in Miles Sanders. You have AJ Brown that you got from Tennessee for a fifth round pick. You got Devontae Smith, who arguably was the best receiver in his class the year he was drafted. I mean, Dallas Goddard is a top five tight end. Like, a lot of people don't know who he is, but Dallas Goddard is one yeah. of the best tight ends in football. He, he he just is one of the best tight ends in football. They're always at the top of the league or top five in the league in rushing. Like, they, I mean, the guy has weapons on top of weapons at his disposal. Josh mm-hmm. Allen, his second year, was an often injured John Brown. Shout out to Smoke, um, Cole Beasley, and yeah. Dawson Knox was rocking a 50% catch rate his rookie year. You got Devin Singletary at, at running back. And I mean, he put up 20, he put up 29 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Right. 29 touchdowns in year two. And people look at that and say, like, Josh wasn't wasn't good until he got Stefan Diggs. I, I mean, people don't people don't pay attention to football, but but Jalen Hurts is a limited quarterback. He he's he's great at running the football. The numbers, if you put that comparison up, the numbers look very, very close. But mm-hmm. if if you want to talk about the last two seasons, I mean, you can add up his yeah. touchdown numbers and take 19 of them. And attribute those uh, to the Tush Push. Nineteen touchdowns yeah. have yeah. come from the Tush Push since mm-hmm. since the start of last season. Where whereas when Josh gets a running t- rushing touchdown, oh, sometimes running. the quarter quarterback sneak, sometimes it's a sneak from like the one yard line, whatever. Sometimes it's QB power. Sometimes it's the players breaking down. Oh, sugar honey iced tea. Let me go mm-hmm. make a play. And yep. then Josh makes a play. So, yep. I mean, I'm not saying Jalen doesn't, but they're just not. They're just not on the same level. I'm sorry, guys. No, I mean, it is. I mean, it is what it is. And, and, and Philly fans, they really just need to go ahead and, and just, just accept the fact. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact. They're not, they're not looking at, they're not looking at, at stats, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the numbers. They're looking at wins. Okay, and wins like you, I mean, you already said it, and I can't stand when people do it. Wins are not a quarterback stat. It's not a quarterback stat. 
Right. It, it's, it is not. Okay. There's so many variables involved in that. But when you just look at the numbers, he is nowhere in the ballpark as Josh Allen. And that's not to say that Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback. He's just not on Josh's level when it comes to that. He, he, he isn't. Okay. And, uh, and, and, but I mean, it looks good, right? I mean, now, now you imagine Josh Allen and you just, 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 just think of, of, of the, the change in narrative. If the Bills right now had the same record as the Eagles, if the Bills were instead of, instead of six and five, they're 10 and one right now. You know what I'm saying? And now, 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 are we going to be are we going to be comparing the two? No, no. Josh Allen is 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 a flat out MVP of the league already. You know what I'm saying? If 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 he had that type of a record, so so, my point is that people are getting lost in the sauce, right? They're looking at they're looking at the record, and saying, oh, because you know because the Eagles are nine and one, then that means that Josh that means that that makes Jalen Hurts look look better, but he is not better than Josh. He's not. Okay. I mean, Rev, like oh, man. to be to be honest, man, like the record could be a lot better than what it is right now. And yeah, it could be. You know, week one against the Jets, hundred percent Josh Allen, like you really you you didn't give he didn't give us a chance to win that game. We lost that game because Josh Allen turned the ball over four times Agreed. by himself. Um I would say the Bengals game, you know, the interception, the Bengals and the Broncos game. Uh, I don't think he played terribly, but those those interceptions were really, really, really bad ones. The one he threw to Cam Taylor Britt was absolutely horrific. Um, mm-hmm. And then the interception that he threw uh, with like 45 seconds left in the half to give uh, Denver another chance to score right before halftime. Like those are interceptions that you just cannot have. Like, you just can't have them. But then if you look at things, how things transpired in the game, you got against the Bengals, you got the fumble by by Dalton Kincaid while we were, you know, we were sitting in the red zone. If he holds on to that ball, we probably score. We tie the game up or go ahead. And, you know, now we're talking, you know, now we're we're talking about, I mean, we, we, we tied it. We either we're down one or we tie the game up. And, you know, we're looking at a different, potentially a different outcome there. And, I mean, 12 men on the field for the mm. Broncos game. Like, Sean McDermott is not going to live that one down. I won't allow it. Um, no. So, I mean, the record could be a lot better than what it is. Have we, you know, had Sean McDermott made the change uh, from Ken Dorsey sooner. to Joe Brady sooner? You know, some of these games that we lost uh, probably would not have happened. but. Let, I, I mean, I don't want to dwell too much on the what ifs. The the mm. what is happening right now, like what is actually real is that Josh Allen is leading the NFL in a bunch of the, he's leading or top five in a bunch of different quarterback categories. And yeah. he's doing it with less talent than Jalen Hurts. Um, and it's always been that way. So I, I like Jalen Hurts as a player. I just don't think um that he's on the same level as Josh. And I saw a comment from somebody that said, uh, well, you know, he's a limited quarterback, but teams just can't seem to be able to beat him. I don't know if you're watching games. Um, I don't know if you're watching games. Because if you watch that Kansas City game, you would see 
Travis Kelsey drop a uh, drop drop multiple footballs. Rashi Rice yeah, dropped, they dropped a lot of balls in that game. MVS drops the football. I mean, these guys yeah. are dropping the football all over the place. In the second half, they had five drops in the second half. I know because I counted because I was watching the game. The, the the Eagles don't win that game if the if the freaking receivers for the Chiefs can hold on to the football. But you know, congratulations, you guys are nine and one. And you know, it's a big game tomorrow. And um, you know, so you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but whenever yeah, you ready, yeah. Rev, we can get into the stats. I because I, I love looking at the stats. Well, let's 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 do it. So 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 uh let me see here. Shout out to you guys, man, for joining me and watching live. Smash that like for my man Silas Whittle at Whittle2K. Follow him on, on, on Twitter on X. And make sure you guys go ahead and sub to this channel too, man. Coast to Coast Podcast. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to pull up. I'm trying to pull up my banner. But I'll go ahead and let you and let you let you hit on some stats, man. So what? So you want to hit QB stats? Or you want to hit? You want to hit? Uh, like like the like matchup specific stats? Or what, what kind of stats do you have in mind right now? Uh no, I just want to look at some of the team ranking. Um, okay. So uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Get that. Yeah. Get it. I, Man, I, I mean, Liz, like, so Liz <laughs> is the one that said something in the comment. How you doing, Liz? Listen, I, I'm, I'm not, she's in there, man. I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on the Eagles. I like the Eagles as a team. I think the Eagles are, are a really, really mm. great team. Um, and I love Jalen, like, I really like Jalen Hurts. Like, I think that he's a great quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's approaching great what he did in the Super Bowl. I mean, it was, it was great. Outside of that fumble, like the man was the man was amazing. Um, but we gotta also be honest in the in the in the Super Bowl. Um we gotta be honest in the Super Bowl. Uh the throw to the throw to Brown that was a touchdown, McDuffie should have picked that off. Like that was just a great mm-hmm. play by AJ Brown. Then there was another one where he threw the ball to uh to Goddard, and then Goddard made another great play. Like, like the weapons have have helped him out, and that's and that's because you need a team to win. So shout out to to Howie to to uh, to, to, yeah. to Howie for for you know doing a great job as the GM, pulling in uh, Bayard from the Titans, trying to solidify that defense. Um, so yeah, man, like I don't I don't want to I don't want to be a hater, but um, yeah, I mean I mean I mean it, it it is what it is, and Liz Liz knows what's up. I mean let's just ask yeah. let's just ask this question, okay? Because you can't act like talent doesn't doesn't make a difference, okay? Right. Uh, you know, so if we want to compare apples to apples, let's let's just kind of go through the 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 offense of the Eagles and compare it to the offense of the Bills, player by player, and let's just go at the skill position, okay? Now, matter of fact, we'll we'll save the skill position for last, okay? Let's start up front in the trenches because that's that's where games are won and lost in the trenches. So, right. Liz. And every other Philly fan in here right now, you guys do it in the chat. Let's, let's be interactive. And I'm and Silas, and you, you get at me too. All right. When it comes to the O line, whose O line are you taking? Philly's O line or the Bills' O line? Whittle, you, you got you got to take Philly. I mean, okay. I, like I I don't know if people I don't know how many people are you know pro PFF or anti PFF, but I don't know of another metric of uh to of 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 
grading individual offensive linemen the way and and PFF in my opinion they do a, a solid job of it. Two of the top, what what is this? Uh, Jordan Mailata is the number mm-hmm. five tackle, and then Lane Johnson is number nine. Like you got to go down to thirteen before you hit the first Buffalo Bills, and then yep. Spencer Brown is at thirty four, like for, for ranking. So th- there's that. I mean, let's go to guards. Uh, guards. Landon Dickinson, number eleven. Cam Jurgens, number twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we haven't even found a bill yet, a Buffalo Bill yet. Ah, right, there we go. Number forty-seven is, is Osiris Swords. I'm I'm not even gonna keep searching and, and going past that, but <laughs> you know. And then I mean, we can go to centers, but we know like Jason Kelsey, a top like there he is, he's number two. He's a top three center in the NFL. Like that's. They like they have a great offensive line. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's fantastic I, I, offensive line. Fantastic I would love to have that offensive line. Please. The so fact now, that that man has twenty seven. The fact that he's been sacked twenty seven times is alarming. Yeah, it says a lot. Yeah. It says a lot with that with that O line. Okay, so so we're giving we give we give the 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 Eagles the O line. They've got the better O line. Okay, right. now right. let's let's start getting into, into the skill positions. All right. Let's go. Let's go on the backfield. How about running back? Who are you taking, DeAndre Swift or James Cook? Me personally, I like I like where the running backs are. I mean, I think Swift's great for them. I think Swift does a great job. Uh, what they need, and honestly, I think Cook, if used properly here in Buffalo, is is is, is the man. But individual players, like I, yeah. I think Swift's the better. Like Swift's the better player. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, like a, a lot, right. a lot better. Yeah, Swift, okay. Swift, Swift is so, like so, top. Swift is top seven in the league. Like I don't, I don't think you can name six other running. I, I don't think you can name seven other running backs in the NFL better than better than DeAndre Swift. Yeah, but now, now Cook is he is what is he like top four, top five in 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 uh, rushing yards? Yeah, I think he was third or fourth. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. So I mean, we we've got we've got I mean we've got some. Somebody here is saying, you know, Cook. Of course, it's probably it's probably going to be you know Bills fans. So we got Bills fans in here for James Cook. Then we got then we got Swift. Um, I like how Liz is agreeing that it's it's, it's Swift. Okay, so and I'm sure she agrees that they that they had the better O line. So we're looking at we're looking at better O line, um, and then probably probably Swift. Right here's here's another one. Swift all day. Okay, Myron says it's not even close. Okay, so it's not even close. All right, so y'all 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 conceding. You, you agree? Philly has a better O line. Better individual running back and and DeAndre Swift. All right, now let's now let's move. Tight end. Dallas Goddard, one healthy versus Dalton Kincaid. Well, I, I mean Dallas Goddard is is a top five <laughs> tight end. Okay, so it's not even close, right? It's yeah. it's really not even close. All right. So now, and I think we I think we all can agree, right? Dallas Goddard is better than Dalton Kincaid. He's better. Right. Dalton Knox gets not even close. Better. Okay. Now let's go to the receivers. This is this is probably when it when it gets a little a little a little tight at the top. Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown. I think it's a coin flip to be honest between those two guys. I like Diggs better because Diggs I, to me like Diggs is if if he's not the best route runner in the league, he's top three. Um, the man can separate from anybody. I I, I think Diggs is great. 
But AJ mm-hmm. Brown, I mean, if you look at what AJ Brown is doing this year, uh, AJ Brown's numbers are amazing as well. He's putting together a great season. He's and, and bigger than that, AJ Brown is healthy. Like he was down there in um, he was down there in uh in uh Tennessee, and he you know he was missing games and a lot of the offense was was depend was you know run first, but he would get his opportunities and they were very dependent on him to uh, kind of carry the passing mm-hmm. game. Um, subpar quarterback, you know, subpar supporting wide receiver. They really didn't have great tight end play. So um, AJ Brown had a lot on his shoulders. He comes to Philly and I mean, he's still the main guy, but you know, he's got other guys to kind of, kind of take those double teams and, and stuff away from him. Um, but he's putting together a great season, man. 68 receptions, over a thousand yards already, um, and six touchdowns. I mean, he's okay, having so, a great, great year. Now look at this. So Liz, Liz and say, I, I'll give y'all digs over AJ. I'll be nice. So now she, she understands that the writing is on the wall. She 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 probably already already knows the point that I'm trying to make here. So she's trying to concede to digs so that way it doesn't look like 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 it really is going to look. You know what I'm saying? And so well, she she, I mean, she says she's being nice. She don't have a choice, man. Like digs got more touchdowns, got more reception. She, really? Just yeah, you know. I mean, Diggs, Diggs is fifth right now in in receiving. He's right, fifth in receiving right. right now, and um, so yeah, the, the, this year we we can do Diggs, but now and and AJ Brown is tenth, okay. But now let's go to receiver number two, Devontae Smith, yeah, t- Gabe Davis. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Devontae. <laughs> like, like, I'm taking Devontae all day. That, yeah, that's. Like that, you know, right? That, like that's you can't even really compare that, really. I mean, we're not really comparing. Are we? No. Like Gabe Davis versus Devontae Smith. Like, what Bills fan in a right mind would actually say, "Yo, give me Gabe Davis over Devontae Smith." No, there's Smith. some. There's some. I, I promise. There's you. no way. There's no way. They yeah, must. There be are some. There are some. But I listen. If 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 they said that if the Eagles said we'll trade you, uh, Devontae Smith for Gabe Davis, I would drive. I would drive Gabe Davis to Philly from Buffalo. I would I would leave Jersey, go to Buffalo, pick him up, and then drive him to to Philly Look, myself. And I will I leave. Gabe Davis is is, is fine. I, I will leave fine. Texas. I will leave Texas and yes. drive to Philly, and then take Philly. I mean, take take <laughs> take Smith to Buffalo, and then go back for Buffalo and give Gabe. I, I would do that just because right. you know having a guy like that as your two, give it to me all day long. And Devontae Smith right now he's ranked thirty one. Um, in, in receiving right now, and I'm scrolling, right. and I still can't find Gabe Davis. I'm you scrolling. Look, you look, you're looking at the PFF grades. No, no, no. I'm talking about just just receiving, just 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 receiving yards oh, okay. this year overall. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Over, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hold on a second. Hold on. I think I was okay. I, I was I was under the wrong category. I was looking at reception. So yards yards alone, Diggs is seven in yards. AJ Brown yeah. actually is three. Yeah, yeah AJ Brown yeah. is three in in yards. Okay, I was I had I had the wrong one on there, uh, but then. When you look, I'm trying to find um I'm trying to find Devontae Smith. So Devontae Smith is 29 in receiving yards. And um I don't I don't see Gabe Davis uh at all. Yeah, 43. No. Gabe Davis is 43. Okay. So so <laughs> right. All right. right. So so th- th- I mean this year, I mean, if you want to concede and say, hey, well, give me digs. I mean, you'll take you take digs over over AJ Brown. That's fine. I mean, we were talking about this year, but that's okay. But we just only went two receivers deep. 
but it's I think I think I think the point is is is, is fairly clear when you look at that position wise and weapons. Jalen Hurts has the edge over Josh Allen when it comes to weapons. Okay. Right. That's the point I'm trying to make is that Jalen Hurts has these guys that they're dogs on top of a top flight offensive line. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 hard to really compare when you when you when you when you're looking at who he has available. Now you now you give Josh a weapon like that, it would be a different story. But now I will concede the fact that Josh does make boneheaded decisions. And and that's that's his own fault. And that's where, and it goes back to what you had mentioned earlier, Silas, that, that hey man, like like uh uh Hertz man is a better decision maker than Josh right. is, you know, and that and that just is what it is, and Josh has to get out of his own way, you know, and is and whenever he decides to get out of his own way, it's really a completely different story, and he can't even come close. And I saw somebody on here talking about, hey, you know, why why are we why are we comparing? Why are we why are we making comparisons over players? I mean, the Eagles are nine and one. Come on, now, are we really gonna do that? <laughs> like they got the players that help them to get to nine and one, is, is what I'm saying. And so, anyway, it's, it's it's gonna be a big matchup. Needless to say, it's gonna be a big matchup from the Bills um and the Eagles tomorrow. And uh, we can we can talk, man, from 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 here to kingdom come and back. At the end of the day, man, uh it's a week to week league and any team can get beat. And uh, the Bills are going to have to show up. That's just what it is. They're going to have to show up. And uh, I had mentioned this earlier, Silas. I was like, yo, uh, I think probably at the beginning of the year when the schedule came out, I don't know too many Bills fans that had the Bills winning this game going into Philly. Uh, How do you feel about the Bills' chances of beating this team at home Ahead of the bye. So I know you said that you were nervous a little bit this morning, but I mean before before a big game. You don't have to get mm-hmm. the score predictions or anything like that, man. But just but just tell me, like, like how, how do you feel about the Bills' chances? Can can Josh Allen lead this team to victory against Jalen Hurts and, and the Eagles? Yes. And I actually think that he will. Oh shoot. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. So uh when it, when it comes to um when it comes to pass defense the eagles are ranked 28th in the league mm-hmm. they've given up 21 total passing touchdowns that's a big number that's a lot yeah um you know to have the defensive line that they have you know, you have a couple of guys back there that are, you know, all pro, all pro players, all pro caliber players, and big play slay. You got Byer back there, free safety, and I know Byer, Byer's been a late addition. Um, and and Bradbury, I mean, your Bradbury's having uh, his second bad year in a row, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, Bradbury was he, he used to be one of them ones, so you know, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, so uh, you know they lost Avante Maddox to a season-ending injury. That was big. Uh, you know, CJ uh, 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 Gardner Johnson went over to uh, Detroit, losing him. That was tough for them. And then the mm-hmm. linebackers, like they're, they're they got a couple of linebackers out there that are pretty uh, new to uh, playing this, this many snaps for this level of a defense. Um, but the numbers are what they are. If you're giving up. 
if you're the 28th ranked defense, I expect the Buffalo Bills to be able to have their way. Uh, again, the, the Kansas yep. City game. Yeah, the Kansas City game. You saw a lot of guys just drop balls. I watched two times Sam Howell and that Washington offense go, I mean, light Philly up. Like, light that secondary up. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I mean, if Sam, if Sam Howell is cooking like that, Josh Allen should Sam, should have look, his way. All right, so let's 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 pivot here because I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because this is this is kind of what um, what I want to get into. Um, first of all, let's let me let me let me let me take a look at the injury report. Okay, so let's just pull up the, the Bills injury report. So this this came out. Um, we know mm-hmm. for the game status, we got Dan Jackson and, and Taylor Rapp out, um, but everybody else should be should be fully healthy. Okay. Um, but 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 we just got we just got some news before we before we we got on live. We had some news, and Silas, I'm, I'm gonna kick it to you because you probably are, you you probably already see the writing on the wall and, and what this what this means. So so the the Bills came out with this, and I'm gonna put it out because uh, the Fanatics went ahead and did this. So you look at right here, the Bills are elevating wide receiver Andy Isabella. And then cornerback Jamarcus Ingram for tomorrow's game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah. Now I'm curious to see, you know, the the uh the inactive list tomorrow. But I mean they're pulling up two guys on the practice from the practice squad, and you've got Andy Isabella. Okay. Now I'm wondering, now I hope, I hope, man, that like like they're not they're not gonna be sitting my man Hardy. Okay. But at any rate, you have a guy in Andy Isabella. Slot machine burner, yes. middle of the field, yes. you know, doing his thing inside, and then and then you've got Dalton Kincaid who's been killing it in the middle of the field, and yeah. uh, talk about the Philly defense in the middle of the field. Y'all boys in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all boys in trouble. Listen, I want it. Listen, I have been pulling for Andy oh. Isabella to get on the, to get a jersey and get on his field since the preseason. I think Andy should have made the 53. Um facts, I agree. Listen, I, I, I know Hardy, I know Hardy's your guy. Uh, he just he can't run away from God. He's a four, four, five you guy. Yeah, I, I saw five. that. I was like, yeah, yeah, I thought he was fast. Yeah, he, he's getting a little slow. He can't run away. Yeah, he can't mm-hmm. run away from guys. And to be honest, um, the reason why he was doing doing the things he was doing out there in uh, in in New Orleans oh, is because yeah. because he was getting schemed open. They were yeah. scheming him wide open, and I mean, and he he is a good receiver. Don't get me wrong; like the man can catch the football. Um, he is a solid route runner. He just can't run away from guys, but and that's just. It just is what it is. How, yeah. However, comma, Andy Isabella can and will run away from you. He will separate yeah. and he will run away from you. So um, Josh has been waiting to uncork that deep ball. And Man, yes. Oh. I, I, I've been watching a lot of Philly games uh, this season through through all 22, uh, through NFL Plus or whatever. And um, – yeah, man, like y'all like to run a lot of single high safety, man. Like, I that's don't know if that's gonna be a good no, idea. This, this that's, gonna be the, that's not the right approach. I don't know. You know, 
if y'all run a single high, it's like see, and this is this is what I love, and 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 I'm gonna tell you this, Will. I I think a lot of it, man, has to do like you can't tell me that Joe Brady is not having any influence right now, in 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 uh and 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 these moves that are being made, because, yo, why are we pulling up Andy Isabella? It's 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 yo, it's it's a chess match, man. It's like he knows the area of the field he wants to target and he knows the vulnerabilities. He's like, yo, give me a burner. Give me somebody yeah. who can, who can get, who can get behind a defense. Like I think he's in Sean McDermott's ear and Sean's like, all right, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, let's do this. Um, yo, I'm, I'm loving it. And I, and I think that this is what's going to help Josh too. Right. Cause you know, you know, Josh, like you said, man, Josh has been, he has been so patient, man. He's been waiting just to let one rip, you know, and uh, he's been facing that that too high shell for a long time, and he's just he, like having to just to deal with it. But now, if they're gonna, if they're gonna play single high safety, and you got you've got you've got Diggs who's who's got some speed, but then you got Andy Isabella running free, like Ooh. good luck catching that brother. And I think that this is what this is what the Bills have been missing in their passing attack is a legit deep threat receiver. Not running Gabe Davis on a fly around, running Gabe. Davis. He's a four or five guy, and I get it. When I, like we've kind of gotten gotten used to seeing him, you know, run those routes and get behind some people. But Gabe Davis is really, I mean, he really ain't burning nobody, you know. And so if you get a, a four three guy, then that's burning somebody. And and I want I wanted a receiver with the speed, and I don't I didn't even care if they're playing too high shell. I want somebody to just run through it anyway, to test it anyway. And so you mean to tell me that if you're gonna play single high? Against this, against this, these bills, and they've got Andy Isabella, who's going f- look. Good luck, man. Good luck. Good luck, dude. Because hey, yo, the weapons galore that Josh is going to have to work with in the middle of the field is going to be Chef's kiss. Yeah, rival. Uh, I think this is a big game for. I think this could be a big Gabe Davis game. Um, they, they, the the Eagles do run a fair amount of zone coverage. Uh, but but the strength of that defense, the teeth of that defense is is up front, right? Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick, Jalen Carter, uh, Sweat, um, yep. Fletcher Cox. You know, you got guys yep. coming off the coming off the bench. Uh, they got a very good defensive rotation. It's not as good as the Jets rotation, but it's a very good rotation. Very good. Um, yep. So you know, it's going to be a lot of. I think they're going to try to play more zone than man to man this game. And, uh, you know, the moment that you see man-to-man, though, uh, yeah, you, you got to take your shot. Gabe is going to yep. get one-on-one coverage with Bradbury. You got to take your shots with Gabe. Khalil Shakir can run away from guys. He's a very good, underrated mm-hmm. route runner. Yep. He makes great – he makes tough catches uh, in traffic. He He's very athletic. I love Khalil Shakir. Those are guys that should be able to win over the middle of the field. And I think Andy Isabella is that guy who's going to end up being the check down this game. More so, uh, let's get him paired up in the slot against a linebacker and just have him kind of just win mm-hmm. a one-on-one battle. That way, if yeah. the pass rush is, is you know, if, if Hassan Reddick is is beating up on, on uh, Spencer Brown, around. Yeah, we got an option underneath. We can get mm-hmm. the ball over to him quick, and then you know, and we're good to go. Yeah, but but I think Gabe is going to get his opportunities to win down the field. I hope and pray 
that Josh is looking his way because I think Gabe on Bradbury is barbecue chicken. Like mm. I think that I mm. think Gabe can have a monster game. Like this, this is one, one of those games. games. This could be one of those games that gets Gabe paid in the some in the offseason. Oh, it was like know. that. Bradbury stinks, man. I mean, yeah. you can look at the comments from the Philly fans. If they're being honest about Bradbury, he stinks. He's not good. He has not been good. He wasn't good last year. He's worse this year. Um, and he like he's a grabber. So <laughs> Gabe is sneaky like quick. Tough. Like he's yeah. game fast. Right. So what if 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 Davis can get if Gabe can get behind you, you're not getting back in front of him because he's so he's big, he's strong. He's mm-hmm. not gonna give you that physical. Yeah, he's a boxer. Yeah, I mean he boxes right. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yep. so Bradbury's just gonna grab him, and he's gonna get penalties, and we're gonna get down the field like that. So, yeah, um, I, I like I like our chances this game. There we go. Now, sure. now, you, now, 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 now they want to be honest. Yeah, Bradbury is trash. Yeah, you, you got to agree. They know it. It's this Myron from yeah. Philly fan. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I'm liking. So let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and, and talk about the matchups then. Uh, okay. Players to watch these, these matchups here. Um, so you had mentioned. Bradbury is that is that your matchup that you're gonna be looking at? Bradbury versus uh Gabe. Is there is there any other matchup that you that, that that's kind of like mm, I want to see if we can exploit this player? If we what can we exploit? Oh man, um I want to see Dalton Kincaid on these on these linebackers, man. Like yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I like I like the others. Like when I say the others, I mean the guys outside of step. Mm-hmm. Um Davis should be able to beat it to win his matchup. Their their uh slot corner, Nick Roby, he's not great. Um, I, I, I expect Khalil Shakir to win more times than not more often than not against him. Um, Dawn Kincaid on their linebackers, like good luck, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> yeah, Dawn Kincaid should eat. Uh, and then Cook being a receiver out of the backfield, yeah, he yes. should eat as well. Yeah. Now this is the thing, right? This is the this is the thing. Philly's defense is kind of weird because they're number one in the league at, as far as um, rush defense. They're number mm. one. They give up the least amount of rushing yards per game. However, you can run the football on them, but you can't be losing. That's the thing. Like you have to. It's ha- it has to be a part of your offense. It has to be a part of your game plan to continue to run the football and stay multiple with them. And that, right. that's the only thing that Philly um, – you can run the football on Philly. It's just they take so many possessions away because they're so good running the football. Defensively, they get after you. They get you into third and long, second and long situations. Because, right. you know, if Reddick's not getting to the quarterback, he's drawing penalties. Um, Jalen Carter, the same thing. Jalen mm-hmm. Carter is an absolute beast. Uh, he's a rookie, and he leads all defensive tackles in uh, – pressures he's a rookie and he leads the all defensive tackles and pressures he not aaron donald not quentin williams not jeffrey simmons it's it's jalen carter he's a dog absolute dog um so they 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 do a great job of stopping the run fletcher cox is a great veteran josh sweat um, mm. is, a, is a good compliment on the other side. They still have guys like Nolan Smith that they can bring up. I think they just right. released yeah. uh, Barnett. I think they released him. Yeah, yeah, they really, but, yeah, um, they really get it. Like they have a solid, yeah, they got a solid defense. That's the, they that's have the a strength solid of the group of guys that, yeah, that, that stop the run. 
Yeah, yeah. and the, I think the Bills, if, they, if they are going to run. Like, Nicole Dean and the rest of those guys, um, when, they're, when they're healthy. Yes. I, yes. Want, I want to see the Bills. Um, I mean, the, the Bills have to run the, the ball. The, the matchup that I, I want to see. Yes. Yeah, but the yeah, matchup I want to see, though, is – um. Is yeah, I I gotta see what this what their run. I I need to see what what our defense does against that run game. I think if we can mm-hmm. keep them out of third and like if we can keep them out of third and four, third short, keep yeah. them out of third and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it, it's 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 scary for them. It's scary because now you need Jalen Hurts to make a ton of plays, and I he just I'm he's not that guy. Not yeah. not yet. He's That's- just not that guy. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the key because you can you can foresee them eating a ton of clock, just just grinding it out on you know with that with that run game, and if the Bills defense isn't fully prepared for that run game, you know I mean that's keeping Josh Allen and the offense on the sideline, the limiting possessions, and uh, keeping the game close. And uh, so, so the Bills, like you said, they have that has to be the number one thing. I know it, when you look at it on paper, you're like, man, you know, but you, you got to stop AJ Brown, you got to stop Devontae Smith, you got to stop. I, I know, I know, it's tempting to to say, hey, man, let's just play some coverage, but no, it, it that offense runs through that run game, and if you can stop that and make them one dimensional, make Jalen, like you said, be in some 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 positions, some uncomfortable positions where he's like, yo, maybe they're behind the chains, and he's gonna have to. He's gonna be forced to pass the ball. That can come in the favor of the Bills because we know what 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 what, uh, what Sean McDermott is able to do with his pressure schemes and all that kind of stuff. So that's gonna be definitely a, a, a huge key to watching to watching this game. For me, when it comes to players to watch, um, I've definitely got my eyes on Dalton Kincaid. I think that, yeah, this guy is a rising star, man. I think I think he is a rising star, and it's gonna be very interesting to see what what Sean McDermott does um, once Dawson Knox gets cleared. You know, is he going to – are they going to go right back to that old 12 personnel? For, you know, are they going to do that? Or, I mean, what's the case? Because it seems like that that connection between Josh and and, and, and Kincaid, man, is is magic right now. And um, I, I want to see Kincaid go off. Now, you, you, you kind of – you piqued my interest, man, when you talked about Gabe Davis, and this could be the game that Gabe really makes his money in the offseason. Um, I hope so, for his sake, man. I really do, you know, um, because Gabe is a good guy. I just it's just hard for me to trust him because he's so inconsistent. He's so up and down, boom or bust. You know, one week he's doing something, the next week he's not. He's got he's has no targets, no receptions. You know, and I know like last week, um, he was he was doing a lot in the run game too. Uh, but man, like for your number two, like I want to see some consistency in the passing game. Uh, and and if this is if this is a matchup for him against James Bradbury that he can take advantage and exploit, then so be it. I hope he does it. Um, and, and more power to him. Uh, Stephon Diggs, man, like he's been having some some quiet games here. What the last what? How many how many weeks would you say? What last couple of weeks? Yeah, I, I said the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see I want to see Diggs, man, do his thing. But what do you think about him versus Slate? What do you think we can expect? I mean, they better, they better double team. They better double team. That's it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think Brady. I think when you we, you hit on something with the twelve personnel, um, yeah. that defense is. I mean, I, I'm reading some of the comments, and 
I mean, some of you Eagles fans got to watch your team a little closer because your defense, while I named off a bunch of guys that can play, it's been pretty much Hassan Reddick or bust the last couple of weeks. If he ain't getting to the quarterback, then the Eagles defense isn't really playing that great. So um, I think you will see some 12 personnel. Joe, if Joe Brady, if Joe Brady is as smart as I think he is, he will go 12 personnel and he will have a uh extra he will have an extra lineman over there to help out Spencer Brown. So mm-hmm. basically you're gonna you're gonna double basically what I would do is I would double team Hassan Reddick. I would make sure that no matter what formation we're in, somebody besides Spencer Brown is hitting Hassan yeah. Reddick and yeah. making things difficult for him. Um because that's gonna buy you time to allow things to develop down the field. Mm-hmm. Now, um what I do say what what I what I will say is uh if Philly doesn't double team Stefan Diggs, I Stefan Diggs is going to have he's going to go off. He's going to have yeah, man, like please don't like don't don't think that Slay can cover him one on one. Please don't think that because he can't and if you allow Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to go one-on-one and uh, Brian, I think your defensive coordinator's name is Brian Hamilton, um, it's it's going to be ugly. Uh, you, you're, talking, you're talking 10 to 12 catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns. Like, it'll get really ugly if you don't double-team them. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I expect them to double-team. I expect them to double-team uh, Diggs tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> You know, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the Eagles man are cocky. That's what I hope. I mean, you see the fans; the fans are cocky, and I and I, I'm hoping this is like a trap game. For I'm, them, I'm reading. They, I'm they, reading the chat. Where, where, they, where they think that they're just gonna walk through here? I mean, the Bills and it's gonna just, just stomp all over them. I'm hoping that is the, the, their mentality. At nine and one, they're flying high, right? Fly Eagles, fly. They flying high, and and they get, they they come in here and they get knocked out. By 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 a haymaker and Josh Allen and these bills that they didn't expect to see coming, um, because look, when the bills are playing, when they're out of their own way, they are tough to beat, tough to beat, and Josh Allen and see and see this was it, you got you also got to factor in man like Josh. And 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 his legs too, because I think I think Brady is going to utilize him even more. I mean, we saw it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I think I think they're just going to let Josh be Josh and let him do what he does best. And in this game right here, high stakes. You know what Josh does, man. In these big, high pressure moment games, like 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 a game like this, I, I expect Josh to really come out, man, and show out. But for me, I think it needs to start up front with our offensive line. Um, because we know what the Eagles are are capable of doing, um, pass rush perspective. If the Bills are able to keep them at bay in terms of the pass rush, I think Josh is going to be able to dice them up all game long. And uh, whether that's with the short game or what, um, I, th- I think they'll they'll have answers. I mean, you've got James Cook out of the backfield, plus you get Andy Isabella. And I've seen some people talking about Andy Isabella, like like bro, like come on, like. We sound like we're five and five ten talking about Andy Isabella and what he can do. He can't do nothing. Look, it's a matchup thing, and the guy, the guy has, the guy has, he has a skill set. 
He has a skill set. And so um, I think that Joe Brady is going to be able to unlock him and get him involved. But I'm not saying like, like we can expect Andy Isabella to take the bulk of the snaps in the slot and be that guy. I think you're going to pair him with, with, with Killer Shakir. Cause I think Shakir, in my opinion, has really earned that right to be that, 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 that slot guy, at least the number one slot guy. And we'll sprinkle in Isabella here and there, you know, and doing some jet motion type stuff that, that, that we saw with, with, with Hardy and get him involved and especially blowing the top off of the defense, you know, so that's, that's where I think Andy Isabella is going to, is going to fit in this game. So don't get twisted. I'm not saying that he's going to be in here and have, you know, 10 receptions and, and, and go over hundred yards receiving. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but just sleep if y'all want to just, just, just sleep if y'all want to, man. And then, yo, let's, 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 let's flip to the defensive side of the ball, man. Widow, like when you look at what Sean McDermott has been able to do with the defense under the circumstances, I mean, golly, man, you, you, you're losing all of these guys, man, to injury. And they've been able, credit Brandon Bean, been able to, to add some guys in to fill those holes, added in, you know, Linval Joseph, um, able to add Russell Douglas. Um, we're starting to see play out of, out of, out of Terrell Bernard and, 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 you know, we're mixing in, uh, you know, the rookie here, uh, Dorian Williams and, and, uh, and, and Tyrell Dotson has been doing his thing to, to a degree. Um, do you think that there's a, uh, um, do, you, do you think that the Bills, Oh, let me, let, me, let, me, let me phrase it this way. What concerns you most about the Bills' defense in this matchup? Or are you concerned at all? No, it's the, it's the tackling. Um, you know, I, I think the Bills miss way too many tackles. Uh, when you're going up against a team that likes to run the football, can run the football with the quarterback, will run the football with the quarterback. Uh, I, I just think the tackling is so important, and the Bills are not a great tackling team. We're always, you know, the top half of the, of the league in, in missed tackles, while a team that we're playing against, the Eagles, is like bottom seven in uh, missed tackles. They might even be bottom five. Um, but, you know, this is one of those games where you need your stars to step up, and I think that um, – some, something that there are two things that that stand out to me on this defense that are going to ring that are going to be very very important um because the the because and this is and 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 then there's a matchup specific uh thing that I look at so number 1 Ed Oliver is having a mm-hmm. great season um fantastic it was a combination yeah like Adam Linval Joseph gives us that 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 one tech that interior presence that we've been missing since Daquan went down with the uh with the uh torn with the torn pack. Okay, um, yeah. you, you still have Jordan Phillips, uh, you still have Tim Settle. I mean, you still have guys that 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 are gonna give you some pop inside uh and 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 play and, and, and will play adequately, but Ed Oliver is the is the key here, man. Like I think Jordan Phillips plays better with Ed Oliver on the field, and Ed mm-hmm. Oliver is seventh among all NFL defenders in tackles for loss. That's linebackers, everything. He's number seven. He's also he's also up there in pressures. Um and you know with defensive tackles he's he's got six sacks on the season so mm-hmm. far. Two, two sacks away from that nice bonus he's looking forward to. Yeah so he's gonna get it. 
Hopefully he can get hopefully he can get one to hopefully he can get one tomorrow. But um the addition of Linval Joseph, I think uh really, really helps Ed Oliver make more plays. Uh and yeah, then have you seen have you seen Terrell Bernard's numbers this season compared to Fred Warner's? No, I hadn't seen it compared to Warner's. But Bernard My is brother. he's killing it. My brother, those num- like listen. If Terrell Bernard, Terrell Bernard is is flirting with all pro. I'm so serious. Their tackles yeah. are the same. Like if you if you pull up their numbers, man. I mean, you got. I think uh, I think they both are sitting at like 99, 99 or ninety eight tackles. Um, I think Fred might have more interceptions, and uh, uh, Terrell Bernard has like more fumble recoveries and like the mm-hmm. numbers are crazy close. They're crazy close. So um I I like that a lot. Like like those two guys right smack dab in the middle of your defense. You got yeah. Poyer. I mean you got Poyer and High as your safeties. All pro guys they might be missing a few you know steps because of age but they're smart mm-hmm. guys. They know how to make plays. They they're always looking to punch the ball out. Um you know, like they they're they're playmakers. Terrell Bernard in the middle at the linebacker, and then you got Ed Oliver up front being disruptive. Now, from a matchup specific standpoint, uh, because the Eagles do not attack the middle of the field that often, you can you're gonna see Dorian Williams and Terrell Dotson get more snaps. You're gonna mm-hmm. see more. You may see some four three looks, you may see some traditional three linebacker sets you may see uh Dodson or 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 uh Williams play a lot more in that nickel because you know those are those are see ball get ball guys I think Dorian Williams gets a lot of snaps because or on early downs because I mean he's a finisher um mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember last week we were playing the Jets and mm-hmm. uh, I think this might have been like the first quarter uh, it was like Brees Hall's like third or fourth run, and Brees gets through the first, like he gets through the first initial contact and tries to burst like through the through the uh, through the gap. And I mean, yeah, Dorian Williams just like Dorian stood laid him out. Up. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, stood him up that. and walked him back, man. Oh yep. my gosh! So, yeah, yeah, like that. That's what I'm looking forward to, man. I'm looking forward to getting those guys on the field, Dodson and and Williams. And letting them kind of, you know, go after the football and 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 match and match match some of that that strength that the Eagles have up front. Mm-hmm. So it, it should, it's going to be a nice little chess match. Sean McDermott's got yeah, his work cut yeah, out for. Him. He de- yeah, he definitely does, and it starts with stopping that run game. Um, but man, like we talk about, like an unsung hero, but I don't really know if, if we consider him unsung or not um, because he leads the team in sacks. We got I mean, Leonard Floyd, dude. What about that pickup, man? We got Leonard Floyd with nine and a half sacks coming in like yeah, this, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had nine and a half sacks last year, all year. So, mm-hmm. like, he's going to obliterate that number. Um, between him and A.J. Epinesa, man, I, I don't know if Von Miller sees any snaps in the fourth quarter now. Like, I mean, those guys are – they're playing They're playing great, man. They're playing great. Yeah. They're playing great football. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely are, man. Like, I, you know, Vaughn is priority. Yeah. yeah, the prior the priority is to bring, uh, is to bring Leonard. I, I would think that you bring you definitely sign AJ, but 
you know, you gotta be, you gotta, I, man, you gotta bring Floyd back. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about bringing Floyd and Daquan Jones back for another run at this thing, man, next year for sure. It, is, are the Bills gonna be able to do that, man, financially? <laughs> They're gonna have to sit down and have a conversation with Trey White. Uh, I mean, it just are you, are you, are, are you, talk, are you, talk, are you talking about are you talking about injury settlement type of conversation? Uh, no, nah, not nah, I mean, I, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about an extension at a lower number. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, about okay. taking some of those those guaranteed dollars. And stretching them out over the next, you know, three Mm. years or four years or whatever. I think Trey's still a great player. I think he'll get back. I think he'll still be a good player. But he definitely, no, 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 no. Take that restructure, Vaughn. No, 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 no. He can't do that one, man. Can't do that one. He's got to to swallow that one. Swallow it. Yeah, like you're just going to have to hope that Vaughn. Plays well in the playoffs, and next year, you know, that'll be Vaughn's last year. Yeah, next year will be Vaughn's last year, and we need to get off that contract, man. Uh, Yeah. So, no, no, we're going to restructure Josh. We'll probably restructure Steph. We'll probably restructure. How many Dino. times have we restructured Josh? We have, we've already done it one time. Oh, man, man we're man, we going to restructure Josh all the way up until extension, man. That money, we go, that's going to be funny money, man. We're going to play with Josh's contract for the next 10 keep years. Pushing that, keep pushing yeah, that back. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Pushing keep pushing it. Yeah. that thing down the road, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now, oh, yeah, here you go. Now they said by restructure, I mean pay cut. Oh, no, 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 no. Because that means you got to add more years and guarantee. You got to add more years and, and, and guarantees to the deal. Nah, man, we, we, we took a swing at it. You know, so far, it, it has this season, it, it didn't out. work out. But I think that Vaughn will be back. I think Vaughn will be back to himself by the playoffs. And, I mean, we may look at it differently. You know, he has a healthy season next year, gives us, you know, 10 to 12 sacks next season. You know, then. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't blame, yeah. I, don't, I don't blame the Bills for for, for, for swinging at Vaughn, man, because, like, who 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 thought, man, this guy's going to tear his ACL? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but you don't, you don't go in there thinking that. I mean, he was doing his thing. You know, so I think yeah, healthy. He was having I mean, a great year. He was having great a great year. year too. He was having a great year. He probably he doubled the stats. I mean, he he was he was on pace for a lot. I mean, to really do his thing. And so it's unfortunate that it happened. And and now like you sitting there seeing it, and then you hear him talking about how he's going to come back. And then this year, now twelve weeks in, he's not nowhere near himself still. And we right. like now we have no other choice but to look at the contract. But like, oh, that's a bad contract. I mean, if Vaughn if Vaughn you know was healthy. We wouldn't be talking about how bad the contract was. We wouldn't be talking about it because he'd be producing. So, I'm, I, I think we just need to need to chill on that. Um, just let let Vaughn get back, man. Just let, let him do his thing, and, and we'll be all right. Good thing is though that we have insurance. We got a guy who's performing, and, and Leonard Floyd with nine and a half sacks, and we got you know a young guy and, and AJ Panessa, you know, and then and then we've got Greg Rousseau too. So, um, you know, we're okay uh, so far. And I do think, man, like like this matchup, the Bills are gonna have to win this matchup up front. Up front, they, yeah. they're gonna have to win this matchup up front on the defensive line. Um, it's gonna be no easy task because we know what the we, need, we know what the Eagles do. But I think that Sean McDermott is gonna have some things dialed up. And if he can, if if they are able to to limit DeAndre Swift in that in that Eagles run game, I think it's gonna bode well 
for them uh, because then what what and this goes back to that whole complimentary you know uh, football conversation that we've been having and talking about is that we need this is when we need the offense because I actually trust Sean McDermott in the defense and it's kind of weird but initially man when all these injuries started hitting I'm like yo you know this defense is going to be so bad they're not going to be able to hold up they've been playing well you know consistently yeah. I mean if you know when you when you think about it. And then now you add in these pieces like we talked about, Linval Joseph and then Rasul Douglas and and these guys are stepping up. They've actually looked good. And so I feel I feel pretty confident against them. Yet now that yeah, the Eagles are gonna score some points, but I feel confident in the defense not to really get shredded. I'm just like, stop the run because they've been they've been they've been doing it I'm here and there. But that's when we need the offense to really come through, man, for these guys and help the Bills where the Bills are playing from ahead. The Bills are playing with the lead. Then we know what you then we know what the Bills defense is capable of doing, which is uh I mean, just getting after Jalen Hurts. Because we saw we we saw what the we saw what the Chiefs were able to do. They got pressure on that man. They they were getting pressure on him. Left and right, yep. man. Uh, and so I think that we can we can get the same kind of pressure on Hurts and uh, make him have a have a game in a day that he wasn't anticipating having. Um man, before we get ready to head on out, man, I'm finna I'm finna Ask you this one question, Silas. This one question. This is, and this is where we're going to pivot here. The keys to big dubs, man. The keys to big dubs for the Bills going into this game. What is it going to take for the Bills to win? Uh, holding DeAndre Swift to under 75 yards, rushing, um, keeping the uh, keeping the third and short opportunities for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, keeping them to a minimum, uh, not allowing Hassan Reddick to wreck this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for, uh, Joe Brady and Sean McDermott to, uh, coach to, to coach this game, like to coach this game, like it's a must win. Uh, I, I think they need to be aggressive. I think that this, this Eagles team has had trouble scoring. Uh, I don't think that their offense has been playing well. Uh, to the standard that they expect out in Philly, um, and you know, and and I think you, I think you stand, I think you're, I think this defense is at its best when they're allowed to pin their ears back. So you got to mm-hmm. stop the run. Um, and then and then the biggest thing, the biggest thing of all here, is Josh <laughs> Allen has to play. I, we need a we need a clean game from Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We have not had one yet. He's had a, he's had an interception in every game, at least one in every game this year so far. We need a game without an interception. This is not a great secondary. This is not a great coverage linebacker unit. We mm-hmm. need a clean game from Josh. If Josh can go out there and give us a game like he had last week against the Jets. Which is a yeah. much better defense, right? From an execution standpoint, uh, from an execution and talent standpoint, I, I think that we, I think that we end up winning this game, and I think we end up winning it comfortably. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> y'all heard it, y'all heard it, and we're we're gonna hit these these score predictions here coming up, uh, right around the corner. So, so key 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 to big dubs for me, man. Um, and I echo some of the same some some of the same things that you've been saying. For me, look, I, keep Josh upright. I need to see him clean in the pocket. 
um, figure something out as far as, you know, um, like you had mentioned earlier with, with Hassan Reddick, whether that's bringing in an, an extra lineman to chip or may, maybe uh, you go 12 personnel and you bring, you know, uh, uh, Quinn Morris in there and let him help chip something to make sure that Josh is not getting decimated in the, in the pocket by that Eagles pass rush. Because I think that, like you had mentioned, I, th- I think the Bills are going to be able to exploit them um, passing the ball. It's just a matter of if, is Josh going to have the time in the pocket to be able to do so. And what I also hope is that Joe Brady doesn't necessarily play like a vertical game. I think he, I, th- I want him to pick and choose, you know, his, 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 his moments, but don't, don't have Josh in the gun and is just waiting on these long routes to develop, man. Let's, let's just, let's take the underneath shots and let's, let's get the ball into Diggs' hands. Uh, uh, Shakir, you know, who's, who's great at after, after the catch, Dalton Kincaid, let's just dice them up that way. And then when they feel iffy, and they decide to go single high, take it off the top. You know what I'm saying? Just take it off the top. And then I also want, want to see them utilize James Cook in the passing game more, too. Because that's, that's a, man, that's a weapon, dude. Like, Cook out of the backfield in the passing game is a weapon. Like, he, 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 like he's, already, he's already, you know, top five, I think top five um, in rushing right now. But if you can get him involved in the passing game even more, Scheming, scheming him up, um, even if it's over the middle. You know, what I'm saying, uh, exploiting the Eagles where they, where they, where they're kind of vulnerable in the middle. I think it's going to bode well, and and we're going to see a lot of a lot of just Josh Allen just just slicing and dicing his team all the way down the field. But it starts up front for me. When I look at the defensive side of the ball, man, I I I, I go back and I say like, well, like what you've been saying, and this is kind of something I've been talking about too on the defensive side is like these guys have to tackle. Like when they like when they when they're playing against when they're playing against against um teams and it looked like Silas had a cut out there maybe his connection went out but when they're playing against teams man that uh that can run the rock I'm talking about they do it for a living they struggle tackling that's that's kind of what they do they they struggle tackling the ball so I need I need the defense to tackle because it's going to take that the Eagles offensive line is no joke they're coming at it. And then you've got DeAndre Swift, hard runner. Then you have you have Jalen Hurts running the rock, too. So the Bills have to make sure they tackle and they strap up and wrap these guys up, man, and do what they got to do. Uh, so that way we don't have any guys busting through. Uh, there's my man, Silas, back. Yeah, sorry about that, man. I don't know what happened. Huh? So I kicked yeah, off no, the no. for a second. No, no, you're good, man. I, I was just talking about the, the Bills need to, to – on defense to tackle these guys and uh and, and stop the run because I think that if 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 the Bills defense can stop the run and, and put Jalen Hurts man in some disadvantageous situations man where he's you know having to put the ball in his hands and 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 uh and and hit these receivers man and when they're behind the chains I think it bodes well for the Bills pass pass defense and then like we're able to get after him in the pass rush. I think I think uh, Sean McDermott's going to dial up some some nice blitzes, man, here and there, and get this guy running, get him off off his spot. Um, so I, I like our chances there if we can do that. But it starts up front on both ends of the of of, of the ball, man. The offensive line making sure they keep Josh upright, and the defensive line shutting down the run and making them one dimensional. If they can do that, it's going to be a very good game 
for the Buffalo Bills. For sure. Now, uh, Silas, is there anything, man, like, like, do you want to put something on your mama, man? Because <laughs> I, I like, like the viewers, man, like they, they love the segment. They, they love all my mama segment. But uh, it, are you, are you, are you ready to put something on your mama, man? This, this segment, or, or do you want to, you want to? I'm you ready. Wanna, you ready? All I'm, right, I'm here ready. we go. I'm ready. All right, you ready for it? All right, so let me, let me, let me do an all my mama segment. But let me, let me do it. Uh, hold on a second. I got, I got to get my music. I got to get my music right. Here it is. I'm gonna do a Rocky theme. On my mama segment, baby. Here we go. Okay, let's do it. I... Yeah, man. All right. This is on my mama, baby. This time right now, I need everybody in the chat and joining us live to drop your hot take on my mama. Hot take in the chat right now. If you catch this mom, I'm going to pop it up. But come here and tell Hulu. Just want to do his on my mama. On my mama, baby. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get it. On my mama, the Buffalo Bills defense will hold the Philadelphia Eagles to under 23 points tomorrow in the link en route to a Buffalo Bills win. That's on my mama. On my mama, baby. On my mama, just like that. Oh my mama, just like that. And I'm looking, I'm looking in the chat because yo, I see some people, man. And I I'm, I'm what I want, let me I'm gonna call her out, man. I need Liz to drop an all my mama take. Because she in here, she 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 been she been she been flapping the gums, you know, all night long here in the chat, Eagles fan. And so I need her to drop her all my mama take about what she thinks is gonna happen. As long as you know, along with everybody else here in the chat too. I need to see it. But I ask you this question, Silas. How do you, the Bills need to win this game, right? We we can all agree. Do you are you concerned with how they win? Is there something that you need to see from them in this in the, in this game? Like if they're gonna win this game, they need to win like this, or are you just like yo, just win and get to the bye week? Honestly, man, I, I say just win and get get yeah. to the bye week. Like I, I don't really care about how it how it happens just get to the bye week and with a w i think you get to seven and five and you're exactly where you want to be you're playing your best football towards the end of the year and you're gonna get some guys back dawson Knox is coming back okay mm-hmm. he's coming back daquan jones is coming back so we're gonna get back, some man. we're gonna get some we're gonna get some and listen we get to the playoffs, we might get 58 back. You know what I mean? If we get to the playoffs, <laughs> we might see 58 back on the field. So, I, hey, listen. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that, dude. I, I would I would love to get 58 back. So, so there, there are a couple comments that got to me. A uh, guy, Joe Manning, put something out there. He said, the Eagles are so physical. And you're right. They have been physical. But you know what? The Buffalo Bills were really, really physical last week with a really physical defense in the New York Jets. I mm. think tomorrow you're going to see another physical performance by this Buffalo Bills defense. 
Uh, Liz just dropped touch too. I'm sorry, she just dropped touch. I don't want to. AJ two touchdowns. Oh, go ahead on. and read that. Go ahead and read that. Go ahead and read that, man. On my mama, KB will have an interception, and AJ will have a TD. She put two TDs. Listen, I'm not going to say no about the Bayard interception, uh, but I just think that it's time for Josh to have a clean game. And this is yeah. this is probably the game to do it. I would just avoid Bayard. I think there are a lot of soft targets on this team, uh, on the, on the Eagles secondary that you can go after. So why why even test them? Yeah, this right here, this this comment from from David Johnson. I mean, like this this is what this is what man makes no sense. Your record don't scare nobody. The record don't mean nothing. <laughs> the record don't mean. Nothing, and th- and this is the kind of energy I want y'all to have. Like I, I need, I need the Eagles to come in this game like that, like the Bill looking at the Bills' record and thinking that the record, you know, uh, uh tells you the whole story. Mm-hmm. Because if that's how y'all, if, if if that's how they really feel, they about to get they they about to get a rude awakening. Yeah, look a past awakening. look past us and think about that matchup against the Forty ers Do that. Look past us. Don't worry about us. Man, look here. Uh, Cody come in with all my mama. He's your know, Cody says, Your all my mama digs gets a touchdown with 59 plus receiving yards. Yo, I, I mean, Diggs again, he's he digs is scoring, yeah, 59 I, plus receiving yards. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can see that happening. I, I think, I think, I think both wide receivers score. I think Diggs and Davis get touchdowns this game. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I think, think who, who, who scores first, Diggs or Davis? I think Davis scores first. Me too. That's what I was about to say. I think Davis is going to score first. Get get him involved. And uh, yeah, si- silence that crowd, man. Sounds yeah. I I definitely can agree with that. Well, uh, it's Philly. It's Philly. So it, it, it's Philly. They they're not going to be quiet at all. Like the regardless, they, huh? Yeah. It's a, yeah. They they're going to be terrible the entire game. So <laughs> you know, get ready for that. All right, man. Look, 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 let's let's uh it's score prediction time, man. Score prediction time. Let me go ahead and let me, let me get everything ready here. I got I gotta I gotta get my my theme music here popping. So we did the Rocky. Let me go ahead and get this thing here. Here it is. And here we go, baby. Score prediction time, ladies and gentlemen. I need your predictions. Drop them in the chat right now. Let me know how you feel about this game. Bills going to win this game? Is Josh Allen going to lead the Bills to victory over Jalen Hurts in the 9-1 Eagles in Philly? Or has Jalen Hurts got something to say about that? Let me know how you feel about it right now. In a silence. This is, I'm, we're going we're to circle back, and I'm going to have you give me your score prediction because you know, you, you you were kinda you were kind of dropping some breadcrumbs about how you really feel about this game and, and, and what you think could happen uh score wise. And so I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the time to do that. Here we go right here. We've got where's it at? Where's it at? Here we go. 34-17, Eagles, Monica Smith. Boy, let me, let me tell you something, man. Ain't no way in the world. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world. Bills only scoring 17 points. You think the Bills... You know how hard it is Bills to score 30 17? points on the Buffalo Bills? But... Come on, man. <laughs> Silas, t- tell these boys, man, like, like, 
How much? Yeah, like, like do you like, know how hard how much it is to score loss? thirty points? Like, you know how difficult it is to score thirty on the Buffalo Bills. Like, go look at these games. Like, nobody scores thirty on us. They they nobody. just don't. <laughs> I had to turn my music down for that one because that 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 comment right there, man, just made me yeah, really, they, really mad. I, I looked at that prediction. I'm like, yo, 34-17. When when the Bills lose, how do they lose, man? Tell us how how they lose. They losing by double digits. Like they get they get blown yeah, out. They, they lose points by, like that. No, no. Every game we lost so far this year was a, was a one possession game. I think the most we lost by was eight against the uh against the uh the Bengals. That I mean, come on. Yeah, if you putting up thirty, yeah, like I, I don't even think the Eagles' offense can put up thirty the way not without the tight end. With the tight end not there, I don't think it's happening. But okay, I mean, all right. <laughs> Let me put my music back up. For that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me see. Let me let me see. All right. I've got uh, I got Red Sand coming in thirty-eight to twenty Bills, thirty-eight twenty. Okay, I like that score. Where'd it go, man? 32-27 bills from Cecilia Strickland. Oh, this is crazy. Monica's 27-12 Eagles. You tripping. Now, now we down to 12. <laughs> you tripping. <laughs> she a diehard Eagles fan, man. I love, yeah, I love I it. Uh, 24-20 Eagles from Bob Marsh. Eagles 31-24. Uh, another 31-24 Eagles. Here it is. Listen, my 27-21, hashtag hurt season, hashtag fly eagles, fly go birds. 27-21. She, now now she's, she's trying to make it a close game, a one-possession game, 27-21. Oh, my gosh. All right, look. Silas, let these people know, man, how you feel about this game, about this matchup here. You already talked about the matchup and how – how the Bills are, are potentially going to exploit this matchup? We've seen Andy Isabella with the with the upgrade. He got, he got elevated. We know we already know what's coming. We know what's coming. So tell him how you really feel, man. What's your score prediction for this game? Thirty seventeen Buffalo. He dropped that like it was nothing, baby. Tell him again, Dallas. I got. I think it's thirty seventeen Buffalo. I think that Buffalo's defense. We'll stop the run. I, I don't I do not fear I don't fear the Eagles passing game. I don't. I just don't mm-hmm. fear it. I mean we we we're 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 as healthy as we're probably gonna be at corner. We got Rasul back there. We got uh um Christian Benford, aka the soccer dad. I mean, listen, <laughs> I don't think y'all understand how good and Taryn Johnson, like I was worried because Taryn Johnson yeah, was in concussion protocol. Taryn yeah. is playing. Like, I was – that was it. So now when y'all try to – like, what y'all been doing is trying to move uh, Devontae around so that he can go to the slot and go and go up against corners. Well, if you go to the slot, you got to go up against Taryn Johnson. He's, he's one of the best corners in football. Like, I, I, I just think that – we're, we're we're one of the best teams in getting after the quarterback. I think we're second in sacks, and we do a really good job of defending the pass. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts ain't like that. He's not lighting us up, man. I don't know what y'all think. This he didn't light up the Chiefs 
He's not lighting us up. And the Chiefs didn't have Nick Bolton. Okay? Like, right. Right. I don't it's, know what y'all it, it are ain't, thinking. It ain't happening, man. It really ain't. And, you know, unless unless the Bills all of a sudden sustain some crazy injuries in this game, knock on wood, yeah, y'all not lighting the Bills up like that. Nobody lights up the Bills defense. Nobody. Nobody. Go back and find who lights them up. You got to go back to the Chiefs game two years ago. Like, like nobody's nah, lighting them up. I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals worked is pretty good in the playoffs. I mean, 28. Flash. I mean, yeah. That, but that, that's it. That ain't like, yeah, right. That, I mean, and of course, the offense didn't show up and, and all that. We, I mean, you know, it, you know, it, it is what it is. But, but, oh, man. Okay. Let me, let me go ahead and give y'all my score prediction. My score prediction for this game. And I actually feel good. I feel good about this game. Uh, I'm going to go with Bills 38. Because I think I think Allen's going to have that game. I think this is the moment when when you start to see the real Josh Allen. Like, like Josh Allen is going to let everybody know that he is who he is and who he has always been. And go into that bye with a lot of momentum and have the Chiefs wondering about what the heck they got coming, you know, in a couple of weeks. But we're going to handle business. I've got the Bills 38, and I'll give the Eagles 23. 38-23, Bills. Uh, because, you know, when they when the Bills win, like it's – we're going to have – I think that – I'm giving the Bills winning, man, by, by, by two score. Uh This is that type of game, man, that I'm really feeling is going to happen, and 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 it's going to shock the league. It's going to shock the NFL because you know we got the vaunted nine and one Eagles who've been you know quote unquote unbeatable, and Jalen Hurts the better quarterback, and they're going to get they're going back at home, cocky and arrogant with Nick Sirianni, and he going he going to have to eat crow, shut all that nonsense up, and uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to knock them out. 38-23. That's my score prediction. Now, Cody comes in. He says, yo, Rev, what's your what's your prediction on running yards on the ground? So running yards, I'm assuming he's talking about the Bills. Um, that's a good one, man. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know if you're just talking about like just in general, like all together, total rush yards, or are we talking about James Cook? I can see James Cook getting about, you know, 60, 65 yards on the ground. I can see that. Uh, but I think where James Cook is going to have his make his money for this game, I think it's going to be out of the backfield. Yeah. And if you want an all my mama take, let me go ahead and give you let me let me let me go ahead and give you my all my mama take. Let me take this banner off real quick and give you my all my mama take, baby. So on my mama, since we're talking about the rushing and James Cook, on my mama, James Cook. Is gonna have two receiving touchdowns in this game to go along with one rushing touchdown. James Cook with wow. two total touchdowns in the game, baby. Two receiving, one on the ground. That's on my mama, baby. All right. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Cook, man. Even if it's in the red zone, dude. Like like I just I just I just feel good about cooking, but what he's what he, what he can do. Um, but out of that backfield, man, that passing game, like they showed me something last last week. Dude. I'm like, yo, like Brady, Joe Brady's just he's just getting started. He's just getting started with that with that touchdown, man. Where he's scheming him up like that. 
You're going to see a whole lot more of that tomorrow. So, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to you guys. Yo, that's the show, man. Make sure you guys do me this favor. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so, man. Follow my man, Whittle, at Whittle2K. Whittle, let everybody know, man, where they can follow you, man, where they can find you, um, and all your social media platforms and what you guys got going on, man, especially with your uh, with your podcast. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Appreciate the opportunity, Rev. Thank you, as always. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Whittle2K. You can follow me on uh, Instagram as well. I'm not as active as I am on Twitter, but I'm there as well. Uh, if you need a link to the Coast to Coast podcast, check us out. Uh, we bring we bring the Buffalo Bills and their opponents to the to to the stream. So uh, we do a good breakdown of every every team that we face. We talk about their strengths, their weaknesses, uh, their players, and their and their philosophy. So yeah, check us out. Um, the link to the YouTube channel is in my bio um, on Twitter and. Yeah, let's 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 get it, man. I appreciate it, Rev. As always, shout out to the fanatics. For sure, man. You already know what time it is, baby. You already know what time it is. And hey, shout out to everybody, man. Again, I hope y'all had a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday. Hope y'all enjoying yourself, your family, your friends, your loved ones, all that. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, as always, man, grace and peace. God bless. And go Bills, baby. We out of here, man. Go Bills. Big time win for the Buffalo Bills. We're going to do it. Silence everybody. Shock the world. Let's get it. Good night. God bless. Let's get out of here.